coming to you from the pit in Royal Grande, California. Your hosts, John Hackleman and Dr. James Casper. It's time for Pitmaster and the Dog. Yeah, I know. How, don't waste this time, guys. We're going to give you three things that you should be doing during this break. Number one. Okay. Number one, guys. Check this out. You should be working on your burpees. To be able to do three burp three uh, in three minutes, be able to do forty burpees. That's a good goal, and not easy. Yeah, it's not an easy, bur- but it's very doable. Some guys in our class can do up to like seventy burpees in three minutes. Not many, not many. but but um, our our minimum test for our advanced class is forty five in three minutes. But for you guys, work on three in in. Uh, I mean, work on 40 in three minutes, okay? 40 in three minutes. That's number one, all right? Number two, work on some kind of kata. Like, if you have a favorite kata, turn it into something practical, like you were getting jumped in a Walmart parking lot. The same techniques, okay? So those techniques. But use the same direction and movement number as your kata. So say you have a favorite kata. Now... Take the same movements of the kata, like foot movement. You're going, you know, two to the left, one down this way, however your kata is, but now change it. So, like, make it more realistic for the street. Like, if you have a downward block and then a punch from here, right, and then bring it here, that's not going to work in the street. It's going to get you knocked out or comatose. So, but the kata move, movement's okay. Now, parry the kick, keep your hands up, and shoot them with a straight punch. Okay, but do all the movements in that kata and just change it up. Throw in some hooks, maybe a sprawl, maybe a maybe a takedown, right? And then make your own kata. Make your own kata and and show it to me. Okay. And then the three three minutes of burpees. Number three, work on your left hook. Get the best left hook in the world and then show it to me. Show it to me. Put, put it on a video. Send it to me uh, on a direct message, or I will post on this on this uh, Facebook page. I will put my Dropbox link where you just can link it and send it to me. I want to see your left hook. I want to see your your kata. Make your own kata, but make it so it's uh, it's um, effective for the street. Okay, Free, street friendly. All right, you guys got that? Nowhere on your list was clean out the garage. That's what I did all weekend. <laughs> Nowhere on your list was empty your entire garage, paint it, and then put everything back in the garage. You anyway, okay? That's okay. number four on the list. No, number that's number four. four. If you have a controlling wife, if you are not controlling wife, <laughs> your wife should be cleaning the garage while you're working the on garage, your contact. Garage is my area. Yes. And plus, my and plus, my talk. I tell you guys, if you're if you're PW, right? You know what that means. Um, then you let your wife tell you what to do, and you don't you make her you don't make her do it, and that makes you wimpy. What I'm saying, okay, I'm telling you that. But at my house, okay, it's the opposite. 
my wife orders me around, but I don't want anybody to know that. So I pretend like you tell that bitch, da 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 da. But at home, it's like he even okay. just said he even just said okay. it quietly. Honey, you tell that bitch. I know <laughs> because if Heather watched this, she would be punching me in the chin really hard. Luckily, so, she has no interest in watching this. <laughs> Luckily, yeah, she's she steers clear of any of my online uh, shenanigans, including my Instagram lives. My Facebooks or she's living it, John. She doesn't need extra. She does not want any part of this. I'm like, honey, come here. I'm gonna be doing this. She goes, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, fuck you. But anyway, so um, all right, burpees, left hook, and, and what? And a kata, your own kata. All right, your own kata, because this is what I'm doing in this uh, in this time of coronavirus. Uh, well, I, I I did that this week. I did the your 100 burpee challenge and about 75 burpees i was regretting that decision that's that was that's, no that's, that's a lot that's too many burpees that's craziness and i um so i'm telling you guys right now um do a kata but make it realistic your hands should stay up right the punches should be real no like leaving an arm out you never want to leave an arm like out because that's not realistic but it is good for a kata and in fact, a couple of things I'm doing for this coronavirus thing, I am learning. I've learned one so far. I'm going to learn two more. So I'm going to learn three Shotokan katas. And I'm doing that with the, with the help of a good friend of mine who's a, uh, um, a Shotokan master, uh, Kyle Funakoshi, who's direct lineage from the Funakoshis who originated uh, Shotokan, right, from, from Okinawa. So I'm doing that under him, and then I am working on my, I'm working on some of my dance moves. My coach, who's Usher's choreographer, um, and you can check him out on Instagram. He has an incredible Instagram page. He does like pop, you know, like dancing uh, routines with his son, who's like ten or eleven. It is it's beautiful to watch because his son's really good too. And then they do sparring and martial arts stuff because he's an avid martial arts martial artist, and so is his son. So you can watch some sparring, and then some videos they're doing these dance routines. It is Flowmaster seventy three, Flowmaster seventy three. So John, tell me, you know, when I was growing up doing Taekwondo, we did a lot of these. I guess there were katas. I never knew that word. Yeah, where you go through all these motions and you have to repeat that to get your next belt. Right. You go through this whole series of motions. And a lot of it was they also taught you if someone grabs you like this, you do this and all that kind of stuff in Taekwondo. I have never learned a kata here, at least knowingly. So tell me what... If, if what, I teach you a kata here, and let me just say, you guys, some of my best friends do katas. So it, it hurts me to put them down because they're my best friends. Guys like Carl, you know, Kyle Funakoshi and... and, and uh, and Mike Metzger and those guys, you know, they do katas. I think even Jeff Smith and uh, Master Clark do katas. Um, so tell me, in your opinion, what are they good for? What can you get out of them? To me, they're good for absolute... They're Okay, this is what they're good for. I was going to say absolutely nothing. They're good for upgrades. Like, like I think pop locking, which Flowmaster says I'm saying it wrong. Because he said... This is okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna imitate him. He goes, you got you got popping and you got locking. 
but there's no such thing as pop locking. So quit saying that. You can. It makes you seem stupid, like you don't know what you're talking about. There's no such thing as pop locking. I've been hearing about pop locking forever, but I guess there is popping, right? And then there's locking. So you can't put them together and say pop locking. So fortunately, people listening to this didn't just see that. Yeah. But so, if you tune in and watch the video. But um, so uh, I think I love to watch pop locking. I love to watch dancing. I love like I spent a lot of time watching YouTube, watching uh, great dancers dance. I love it. I love to watch good katas. I love when guys have kata, especially like ah, they get so much passion and they jump in the air and they do great techniques. I love to watch both, but neither one of them belongs in your, your, your basic curriculum, your core curriculum. They don't. Pop locking is beautiful to watch, should not be in your curriculum. Katas, great to watch. Should not be in curriculum. So what can you get out of it then? So does it teach you some kind of muscle memory no. or things you, where you can react without thinking about it? No, because you don't want your muscle memory of here or here. Well, but so there's no muscle are memory. There, are there useful katas, though? That don't, I have don't never seen one. And... I've never seen one. And just like I've seen great pop locking, but it has nothing to do with a real fight. Katas have nothing to do with a real fight. Either does pop locking. I think it's a good upgrade. Like if you want to... Uh, like if you want to upgrade your, uh, your you know have an upgrade for your for your martial arts school, learn katas, and that's great. It's an upgrade. If you want to, if you're great and you happen to know how to dance during your class, it's a great workout. Have them do some hip hop dance or pop locking. I think they're both upgrades, very good upgrades, but neither one of them belongs in a core curriculum. It teaches terrible, terrible, terrible habits. That should not be anywhere near a Walmart parking lot at 9 o'clock at night when somebody decides to jump you. See, and I look at this from a sports medicine point of view. You take a football player who has poor balance and you put him in yoga. It doesn't sound like yoga would make them better football players, but it does. It gives them better balance, better core strength. So you're telling me yoga would be better for martial arts than contest? No, because I don't think martial I, – I think, I think stretching is very good for martial arts. Yeah. And I think, and I think, so we could call that pit yoga. You're just stretching. I don't think stretching, yoga. You do core strengthening too. So yeah, so you can do Pilates. You can do yoga. Have you done a yoga class before? Yes, I have. Was it I, hard or was it easy? It was hard. It was, it was hard, hard. Right. right? But I mean, running a marathon is hard too. But that's not good for martial arts yeah, either. Yeah, cardio. It's terrible cardio. It breaks down your whole body. What are you talking about? <laughs> the, I mean, the train, the actual marathon, but the training for marathon, you're not running that far every time. You no know guys, you know guys that are martial artists that run marathons. Yes, they do. I think I know one, Rick Messler. Yeah, yeah Rick, and his hey, wife. What's up, Rick? Rick's here. Rick, where? He's on here. Hey, what's up, Rick? Yeah, but I mean, I think I think powerlifting could make you stronger, and that's great. You want to be strong, but I think if you do that with martial arts, I don't think it's good. Like the best way to be a good swimmer is just swim a lot. The best way to be a really good runner is run a lot. The best way to good be a good batter is bat a lot. There are supplemental supplemental exercises to do here and there, but the supplemental exercise itself shouldn't be more taxing or trying on your body and take up take up some strength away from the core workout. A kata should never take any not nearly as much time as practicing the basic techniques: takedown, defense, uh, takedown, striking, grappling, etc. 
the kata shouldn't. If you want to spend five minutes on it, that's fine. You want to spend five minutes doing some yoga poses, that's fine. But it should not take up as much time or energy where it takes away from the core. We are we are martial artists, just like a runner should run, a batter should bat, a swimmer should swim, etc. All right, so Bing. you're learning katas. I'm learning katas. So is that making you a better martial artist? No, it'll make me more well, well-rounded in my head, but it's not going to do anything for my hook. So I'm doing it because it's fun, and I'm doing it for a change of pace. So you will, you'll get a workout no matter what you do. Anything you shadow box for ten minutes, you got to work out, right? Jump up and down for ten minutes, you got to work out. Anytime you move your body, that's good. Okay, so I would not spend much time on katas during, you know where I was really training hard, but during this Corona hysteria of uh, quarantine, whatever it is, I'm not going to spend, I mean, I'm not, I got more free time. I I mean, I'll admit it. So, and I really, I love, uh, I love, um, I love Kyle Funakoshi. I like his attitude. So I I, I, want to learn that. Can can doing katas be a kind of meditation maybe? Because that, that I think has benefits too. That does. And I think meditating is one of the most important things I do. Um, well, maybe it's the only type of meditation. You, you look at it that way. If you're, I, but how if you're do you clearing meditate? Your mind you're and clearing only your thinking mind. about certain movements. Yeah. I just. I don't know. Yeah. I'll be in the glasses half full. Yeah. But, so I think you do a left-right hook and just keep doing that over and over. Meditate on that. I don't think you should be meditating on movements that aren't going to be uh, conducive to... Oh, uh, a um, a Walmart attack. Yeah, so I don't think the real movements are. Yeah, but why would you want a really uh, precise or or? Um, well, here, here, just I'll read it out loud. Jim Baker said, "Kata has basic techniques. It makes movement crisp and more accurate." I've seen very sloppy MMA guys with terrible technique who could use kata. That's that's like that's that's craziness. That's like saying he he has no footwork, so he should be a pop lock dancer. You're kind of bagging on the whole premise of the Karate Kid movie, which because was he was saying he was wax on wax off. He has no bad, no matter. Okay, check it out. No matter how bad somebody's like technique, so they got sloppy techniques. So doing this is going to help their martial arts, their MMA techniques at all? No, it's not going to. Practicing anytime you chamber a punch or you have your your hand in any kind of weird motion, you're not you're not I mean, you're not working on any for the best way for a guy with sloppy technique in MMA. The only way he should fix that is work on his MMA techniques, not work on some kata which has nothing to do with MMA at all. So, um, yeah. So. I do love katas. I love watching them. I wish I knew them. I, I wish I knew. This is generating a little bit of uh, divisiveness. I, this is I, like the Republicans <laughs> and Democrats here about katas. Either you're for katas or you're against. You got to be. Okay, one I'm the telling other. you right now. I love katas. I love pop locking. Neither one belongs in a core curriculum of a martial arts school, or you are doing a disservice to your students if. And only if you have told your students that this is a martial arts school for self-defense. If you tell your students when they sign up, I'm going to teach you katas, which are not going to help you at all if you get jumped. 
but we're going to spend a lot of time on them because they're part of our tradition. And, and, um, well, and, well, I was just going to say, tell me the difference then between a kata and a one, two hook. Can that be your kata? No, because katas, they're, they're, they're formed in, in, in stances that aren't realistic for a fight and, and hand positioning that is not realistic for a real fight. If well, you made you a realistic one, katas. if you made one, then that would be great. Then it wouldn't be a kata. Well, what was that? The definition is this unrealistic. Now, I think the kata. I think the definition is like they have to have a certain amount of moves going one way and another way. There's actually like there's a poetry to it. There is. It, it does. So so there's an art form. I'm not talking on katas, guys. I love katas. I love to watch them. I love to watch katas. In fact, if you have a kata. And you're good at it. Send me one. I love to watch them. I just don't think they belong in a in a street defense martial art like ours. That's all. If you have one that it, it belongs in, that's great. But our, our, they should know. Don't tell your student that you're teaching them self defense moves in this kata. And then and then when they say, "Well, how would that work?" Never use the word bunkai because you're doing a disservice. Our kata is horse stance. Horse stance. We do a lot of horse stance. I'm not gonna do that in the street. No, no, we're <laughs> not gonna do. We're not gonna do push-ups in the street either. Well, you but might both... if you get knocked down. Katas <laughs> are cool, but nobody can train them. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not a Jim. I'm not an anti-kata guy. I love katas. I don't think they help anything, but I love watching them. I really do. So I will video myself doing my kata, my Shotokan katas. And I will send them to you. He's making the point of good posture, straighter punches. But you don't want good posture when you're fighting. You want this kind of posture. In a fight, you do not want pos good posture. Shut Believe up. me. No. No, you don't want good posture in, in, in a fight. You want to be low. You want to be crouched over. You want to be protecting. You want this in a kata, not this in a, this in a fight. So if you have this kind of movement in the kata, bing, you're good. If you're anywhere up here, you're not good. Didn't you go to the Super Show and talk about katas? Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And about half the crowd walked out on me. So it's I a, can't it, imagine. It is a divisive thing. Um, and I'm sorry. I love katas. I love guys that do them. I love watching them. But they do not belong in any kind of street situation. You don't want to get crisper punches like that because that's not going to help you. Working on this with this kind of stance you don't want better posture than this, right? You want, you don't ever want to be here. And you want your punches together, right? You don't want to leave them out. You never want to leave your punches out, ever in a real fight. But if somebody will grab your arm and take it, slice it, break it, you want your hands close to your face all the time. <laughs> Bang. Sorry about that. I got off on a tangent. But anyway. Oh, a good tangent because I had questions about that in our training and in what we do. Do we answer some of them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was just going to read the actual definition of a kata. It's a Japanese word literally meaning form. Yeah, and, and like I said. Referring to a detailed choreographed pattern of movements made to be practiced alone and also within groups in unison, kind of like synchronized swimming um, when training. Uh, is practiced practice in Japanese martial arts as a way to memorize and perfect the movements being executed. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a memory thing. It's choreographed. It's not, 
in a fight, you can't use a choreographed bunch of movements. No, you can. And and if you want memory, work on memory. Teach them like five different uh, mount escapes and memorize them. I don't think memorizing ineffective, actually counter-effective techniques and then making people memorize them, I don't think there's any any benefit to that. In fact, I think that's anti-benefit. They're also used in schools of tea ceremony and theater. All right. But it's part of Kenpo's heritage. There's a lot of katas, and I had to do a lot of katas to get my black belt all the way. I used to, I swear to God, this is a true story. I would, I'd be in a weird like stance. We'd do like the, we'd do like the shooting star stance on, and, and bring our leg back. We'd be on one leg and we call it the shooting star stance. And then we'd come in with a, with this double strike. And we'd call it the horseshoe strike, right? And I would ask my instructor, I'd say like, hey, chief, we call him chief. Uh, I say, Chief, how, why am I doing, what is this going to help me if I get jumped in the street? What are these moves going to help me? Okay, my instructor, I'm like 10, 11 years old, right? He said, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quote him verbatim. I said, Coach, or Chief, what am I learning these techniques for? What, what are they going to help me in the street? He said, John, shut the fuck up, do what I say, and you have to learn these katas. When you get your black belt, you don't have to do them anymore. But right now, you need to shut the fuck up and do them. So that's that was my explanation. The, that word is called tradition, and it's and to me, it's bad tradition. Well, tradition also, at least in the descriptions online, is it was used as a way to pass down successful martial arts techniques as a as a way right. of passing things down to the next generation. Right is developing successful attacks and then incorporating them into katas to learn. Anyway, it's an interesting topic. We don't, I don't learn them here, but I remember learning them when I was 10 Yeah. Uh, in Taekwondo. Yeah. So, I mean, um, it's true. So, yeah, but, and, and Jim, to be honest, like everything I want, everything we teach is our, our goal right here is for the streets defense for our adults and everything we teach to a kid is for anti-bullying. So I, you know, I mean, I just don't see, um, I, I, I just don't see where that leads to ends to the end result is going to be my guys make them any safer on the street. And I don't see how it's going to make my kids any safer in the, in the, um, in the schoolyard. I mean, I just don't see it. I mean, Again, I love watching katas. I just I just don't see the purpose because I, I spend... Okay, if you have a martial arts school like I do, right? I'm trying to teach them. I'm trying to teach my students. I got to warm them up because they pull a muscle. Then, it you know, they're going to be out for a while, right? So I got to warm them up. And then I got to teach them some basic techniques. Basic techniques that will work in the street, the cage, or a schoolyard. That's it. Right. Then we have to drill these techniques. Then we have to do conditioning. We have to do conditioning too. So at the end of that, an hour is gone. What, what? When do you teach the kata? I mean, when do I teach the kata? It's like if, if I had extra time, right, to teach them some some things that have nothing to do with martial arts or street defense. Then I mean, maybe as an upgrade. I could teach it to them privately, then they can compete or something. But as a core curriculum, where do they belong? 
there's only so many minutes in a class. I just don't have time to teach it. But I love them. Nothing against katas, guys. I love them. I know kata, too. Well, I'm curious if you'll bring anything from your Shotokan katas and learn some techniques and then incorporate those into martial arts techniques. I already took I took his reverse punch, okay, and I turned it into a Shotokan hook. So I've, I've took it, taken uh, Sensei, Kuros, Sensei uh, Funakoshi, Sensei Funakoshi's reverse punch, which he taught me, a reverse punch, Shotokan, and I brought it into a left hook. So I have a Shotokan hook. So we combined our the Shotokan with uh, with the Hawaiian Kempo thing. All right, Katas. Is that what we're going to talk about today? No, three things to do during quarantine. Yeah. During yeah. quarantine. L learn, learn, develop, or modify one of your Katas to make it street effective. And if you don't have one, make one up. Make up a kata that's street effective. Okay, number two, be able to do three minutes of burpees and have at least 40 to show for it, right? So be able to do at least 40 burpees in three minutes, okay? The third thing, work on your hook. I'm putting up a new hook every single day, a new hook lesson, every day on my Facebook page. So develop your hook, and I want to see a picture of it. We could have a whole kata of hooks, a cook, a, a hook kata. Well, see, that's the definition of a kata is passing down successful martial arts techniques. That is true. So if you have a successful martial arts technique, maybe it's a left hook, and you turn that into a kata. Yeah. It, it can fit the definition of a kata. I'm, I'm all for that, and I think, uh, and I, think um, I would love to do that. I just, want, I just want you guys to have good traditions out there. I, I want you guys to have good traditions. That, that's what I want. You know, I, I know traditions are important and you want to hand down traditions. Like they've handed down the kata from here to here to here. Okay. Well, I mean, at one point we have to say this isn't effective. So we want good traditions. So think of 50 years from now. Do we want that same kata or do we want more takedown defense, takedowns, more, more, effective techniques that my our students can use to keep them safe in a street situation or winning a UFC title maybe or you want the kids to be safe on the schoolyard so now think of your legacy do you want to pack pass on a legacy of just passing on the same traditions just for tradition's sake or do you want to make the best damn traditions in the world thing That's the point. Modif yeah, I know. But then why learn? Why learn them? Not why? Why do they have to be modified? Why not? Why aren't they taught right from the beginning? You know what I mean? So teach them here. Your stance should always be here, right? No matter what. Anytime your stance is anywhere else, it's, I mean, it's not a. But what about he, one of the points he made was what about striking from when you're not in guard position like that? If your arms are down by your waist. And we do do we do, we that do a lot of those, yeah. Of then you hit, yeah. But why would your hands be cocked here if they're down by your waist? That's one thing. We got a lot of techniques from there because sometimes we get attacked, our hands are down, right? But why would your hand be here and be being attacked? So you're not you're knowing you're being attacked because you're already in a fight uh, a front stance. So you're knowing you're being attacked. So why not 
get in a good position to defend that attack? I'd say there's been a little bit that's left over probably in the training of like triple punch and stuff like that. Yeah. That you might do in the horse stance or when you're just training those kind of punching techniques. You know, there's 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 legacy there. There is. There's, 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 there's history there. There's kata. There's kata history there. It's in so your brain, John. It's, and I'm just I'm in denial. I'm a kata. I'm a kata lover. Kata. I'm not a kata denier. I love katas, guys. I love katas. So anyway, you need a new T-shirt. I love kata. Okay, I gotta go. I gotta go teach my class. Any of you guys want to come check this out? Any of you guys want to do my workout today? I'm gonna tell you right now. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you this right now. Is this where it is? Okay, so this is it. Any of you guys want to do my my workout? You have to do the workout though. It's a class too. Um, okay. I think soon we'll probably have some fights to talk about. Oh shit. Hold on, hold on. Oh, put, I put the wrong one. So, ding, because I have a, oh, okay, that came out. All right, so if you guys, if you want to come on my Zoom thing, um, if you guys want to come on my Zoom workout, it's going to start in about five minutes. You can just check it out too, but that's where it's going to be. So I'm going to be teaching a class in about five minutes, and if you guys want to come check it out, uh, feel free. All right. But well, we got to go. Thanks for coming. Guys, I love katas. Okay. Please don't think I'm a kata hater. I love katas. Like I said, I love pop locking too. Sorry. Sorry, Flowmaster. I called it a pop. You know what he said? Honestly, you know what he said to me that hurt me? Like I've been working on some of my pop locking moves and I was saying something. Well, it's pop. It's locking. I go, well, when I'm doing this, is that locking? He goes, I don't know what you're doing, but that is not locking. And I was like, how would you say that? That's like, he goes, that's far from locking. I was like, how could you say that to me? Because I put so much of my identity on my ability to dance, and he just shot it down. It was like a stab in the heart. Thanks a lot, Flowmaster. But anyway, check out Flowmaster73 on Instagram. Uh, check us out all the time. We are uh, we are Pitmaster on the Dock, the fastest growing um podcast tony robbins will be on our pad podcast on our podcast friday it's it's the it's greatest already, it's already done just gonna, we already did it, put it up on friday. it's phenomenal it's great it's epic he's an epic guy i love tony so we robbins. got more guests coming up too and so I, that's one part of this whole you know there's no fights to talk about no so, we're gonna, so we're john's gonna, dug into his rolodex and we're uh tony we're robbins guests. we're gonna have tony robbins we're gonna have sean whalen we're gonna have brad tavares we're gonna have a lot of people on here but anyway we gotta go thanks for coming please tell all your friends about this share this like it subscribe everything see you guys